4: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Horror Hive. Before we start this week's episode, wanted to let you know that we are hosting the Black Effect Podcast Network one-year anniversary celebration. That's right. We are coming to you live, opening up for the 85 South Show. We are taking this to Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Thursday, October 7th at 8 p.m. And you guys can come and see us live. The event is hosted by Flame Monroe and you can get your tickets now at BlackEffect.com backslash be Live. That's BlackEffect.com backslash B-E-L-I-V-E. Get your tickets today. You do not want to miss out. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl Mandy B, a.k.a. Full Core Pumps, a.k.a. debt Bitch. AKA Pit the Stallion Yeah baby mm-hmm.
3: I'm all that And uh Go ahead Hey Bendy You know old Hi everybody it. It's Weezy We are in the studio Can't believe we made it We swam here Now um, in Lafayette
4: <laughs> No Eden is the only one Who swam here You walked over and That's racist I was cool Wow no, no, no,
3: Oh shit no, We got an angle on mean, you you, you just came from the Bronx you That's know? crazy
2: I thought she was gonna say the boat Damn no. That's crazy <laughs> Wow Well that too
3: that, I meant that too Wow way to get cancelled um.
2: <laughs> Also your apartment got flooded like Two in advance
3: That's great Did they Thank god they fixed the roof Cause that shit would've came That would've been bad. Fun story that niggas been really bad um, So my apartment got flooded When I came back from LA with Nina and we, I had flown to L.A., then flew to Orlando together, then fucking flew to New York. Couldn't wait to get in my bed after two weeks of being gone mm. to the ceiling on the bed. And I actually didn't really get too uh, stressed out about it because I knew they were going to fix it. Now, this morning, we had a flash flood warnings, um, and the and rem- remains warning. And tornado warning. Hurricane Ida. There's a tornado in uh, Jersey. The building called me at 7 o'clock in the morning and said, we just want to make sure you're okay. I said, oh, now. Because you know I'll be staying at the 60 Hotel again on y'all dime. Hell no, nah, I'm not okay, bitch. But the seal name fall. So, fine. They really wanted to see how much more they were going to have to pay up. Because I sent that invoice. Bitch, when I tell you I put everything, I put the food. I put the clothes I had to get. Because even though I had clothes in my apartment, I didn't feel like wearing them because of the smell. So, I went and shopped. Understandable. Fuck right. Fuck it. Yeah. Right. Don't give a damn. Yeah, on, I,
4: I, I do hope, um, and I know you guys are hearing this a little late, but I hope that everyone um, across kind of the whole East Coast... Yeah. It literally hit from Louisiana. It affected um people in Philly, up here in New York. So I assume the whole DMV also got hit a little bit. Um Jersey, I really just hope everybody was safe. Eight people um, died. A 2-year-old kid drowned. A 76-year-old. Wow. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that were left without electricity. Um so really hopefully now um once you're listening to this, you're in a space where it's a little better. Cause yeah, that shit was
3: bro kind of crazy. Climate change. Are we even us up. are we even still here? Cause if not, fun party, like this is wild <laughs> shit, my yeah. nigga. And you know what it was made it even funnier? Today is one of the most beautiful days I've seen oh, in a long time. So
4: nice nice. like uh, like, like oh, it's so no, nice outside. Yo, Wolf was just saying... He
3: said it's like nothing ever happened last night. the, the calm. calm. I think
2: that's the calm before the storm. So
3: what happens after the storm? Nigga, Party. a wonderful time. You, you know what? My privilege, <laughs> it's I beautiful. felt so guilty because I didn't want to say it. Vinny and I were fucking looking at all the floods and shit this morning. And I was like, damn. But when I looked outside, I said, should we go to the pool? No. Well, It's not even like it's it's hot
4: outside, though, because it's in the 70s. But... It's beautiful. Like, there's a breeze. It's not too hot. And that's the thing, too. This summer, we've been getting hit with fucking, like, sweltering fucking weather. Like, yeah. 97 degrees or seven. I don't even think we've really been in the 80s all summer.
2: Raining every weekend.
4: Raining every fucking day. Yeah, it's bad. Like, it's been an hot girl summer wear. Not here. So, what's, what do we call Fall. Fall. Damn, there ain't, like, no, no autumn. <laughs> oh, wait, like C- <laughs> coffin season. Coffin season. Coffin season. Nigga, COVID. The I way mean, COVID. Coffin like, like, like Halloween. Halloween? Really Halloween? Halloween. No, it's cuffing season. No, you were
3: close. Coughing. No, coughing. coughing. I thought she said coffin like October. Oh, God, no. Then I thought You said coughing like sickness. And see, this is why English is the hardest language to learn. Because it just all sounds the fuck. Do you know how I know it's hard? Because Cardi B said on Wild Side something about these, this hoes. And Jocelyn be saying that too. Like, this bitches ain't shit. And I'm, in, in Spanish, is this and these one word?
2: This and these?
3: No. This. this. These. Like, the different este. pronunciations. For, I think yeah, there's like just este. an accent. Este. Mo,
2: como este. See, yeah, like, these.
3: See, it's a whole Esta, different word. Este.
2: Right? Este, yeah, it's like, you know, boy, girl.
3: Okay, so them bitches just ain't getting it together. No. But either way, English is hard as hell. No, well, English is, is pretty ridiculous. Also,
2: with cuffing season, there's a whole schedule. I don't know if you knew this.
3: Oh, oh wait, okay. cuffing
4: season schedule? Yes. So, scouting... Takes place took place last month. Yes, and as of right now, guys, we are in drafting mode. Right. So between September first through the thirtieth is drafting season. So this is where you start to really get the hose in line Mm -hmm. um, on where they are in your roster. Are they going to be starters? Right. Are um, they going to come off the bench? Right. Um, Then you have tryouts. This is where you just start fucking everybody who you drafted because this is where you see whose dick is going to hold up. To par, and at this point, just this make sure really you. Really keep... disappointing. What? No, no, is that not right? Tryouts is when you've to it's you September. Tryout. If
3: I knew I was supposed to be scouting last month, I've I didn't know you didn't. Well, you could catch up. Like drafting, there's free
4: agents now. People who scouted last month who don't really want the, the people. Right. Like you have some some free agents out there. Yeah, time. So you could start drafting. You have plenty of time. So tryouts is between October 1st through 31st. Mm. Then you have preseason. This is where you start putting them to work. Which,
2: how many dicks dicks are you supposed to have by pre-season?
4: Pre-season, I would say- Two at least. At least two, but this is where you start seeing which guys are really putting in effort. Right. Which guys are getting you, uh, because this is November 1st through 30th. Mm -hmm. So, this is where you see, have they got you flowers yet? Right. Have they taken you on dates? Mm -hmm. Are they paying for everything? Because you got to get ready to make sure this nigga is about to give you a gift on Christmas. You know what I mean? So preseason is November 1st through 30th. I'm looking at the schedule. And this then, is around December 1st. <laughs> this is the longest part of cuffing season. Yeah. December 1st Today. through January 15th. 15th. But that's because you really are in heavy mm. if this nigga is here for Christmas and New Year's.
2: Okay? And and, and Three Kings Day. What the hell that? It's for Latinos. It's okay.
4: What is Three Kings Day? It's like, like for Latin Kings?
2: Yeah, because we, we celebrate like the King, like the Three Kings. Who it's like a gang can't, thing? Can't, no, it's they can't bearing. They, not all Latinos are in gangs. Oh,
4: but I said Latin they Kings. Latin Kings is a gang. They
2: came bearing with gifts with frankincense, myrrh, and gold and Jesus. And three stuff. Kings? Yeah.
4: Damn, so everybody get three niggas?
2: No, I mean, you know what? Well, let's do it. I can have three let's kings. Do it. You can have three kings. You know three what? Let kings. me
4: start marking
3: Hispanic mm-hmm. on my mother- I thought go. that was like the holiday. It is a holiday. But it's three kings. Don't Rey tell me. Kingos. Reyno, Kingo. Reyna <laughs> is. Reina is queen. Rey. Rey.
2: Yeah. R-E-I Rey.
3: Like Ray Romano.
2: Yeah. There you go. See. Oh, Ray? Like sun. Oh, Rey.
3: Yeah. Okay. Then you have the player. Why did I say a ray of sunshine? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Ray Lewis.
2: But everyone loves Ray and. <laughs> Close enough. Ray J. Sorry.
4: Wow. Well, All right. Then January 16th through February 13th is the playoffs. Again, hopefully you you have narrowed it down to at least one man because the championship game takes place. You guessed it on Valentine's
3: Day. I don't care about anything but New Year's at this point. Really? Over the last few years, I've noticed Valentine's Day, I don't really give a fuck about because, like, I've been single on Valentine's Day and I've had mad fun with homegirls. I've been on a Tinder date on Valentine's Day. And also... This is going to sound fucked up but like when you got a good nigga like Valentine's Day is nothing. I'm eating good, and I'm getting good shit all the time. I don't give a fuck about it. You know
4: what I'm saying? Like I get good dick all the time. I get flowers. He don't cook, but I get we go out and That's eat. That's what I'm saying. Like when you eating I don't know, know we going to do that now. But like one specifically with to. New Year's.
3: Yeah. There is something. So <clears throat> when I was dating Old Bay in 2019 Ooh. um I was in Tulum. He went to Amsterdam for New Year's. Mm. And I remember, like, I felt so alone. And we both the whole time were like, yo, like, we should have made our plans together. Like, this shit was fucking sad. Like, you know, you're at least coupled up with, like, a hoe for the night. Even, like, it was just bad. And yeah, I maybe made out with that guy there. But Uh, still, I would have rather it had been him. Okay. Okay. Right. It was sick nipple fuck. I don't know if anybody remembers. I ran into him on the beach. Remember that? Yes. With my homegirls, just like, look at this little white man. Anyway, um, long story short, when we did Columbia, Mm. that was fun. Like, I felt like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's prostitution, there's drugs and alcohol, and beach and bay. So I think New Year's is really where you got to get somebody. And after that, fuck them niggas. Christmas, sometimes you could be at the beginning of the dating stage, so you don't want to introduce them to people. Then you can save on the gift. Like, fuck that. Just... New Year's. By the time Valentine's Day comes, not a big deal because you got Memorial Day weekend. Right. You got All-Star weekend. You mm. have a lot of hoe opportunities. Mm. And then March is spring break. Dip off, take a little trip. You'll be fine. New Year's is the big one. I ain't going to hold you. That's probably
4: why I have been single on Valentine's Day because the bitch definitely was... All-Star weekend falls on Valentine's Day weekend. Yes. All. all the time. Why do they do that? You know? Because all them niggas is hoes anyway. Like, yeah. they not going to be you know, really big wives and shit. They, they're, they're all stars and they're going to go and have an all-star motherfucking time.
2: It's all-star gifts. Do too. they bring
4: their wives? I mean, I mean, I, yeah, one did, but she left the last day. So that's when Ooh, I
2: slid right in. She already knew. I ain't shit. You I am out. not shit. You knew.
4: No, um, but that was before I became, you know.
2: Loyal and... and um,
4: oh it's God. interesting though, like, this fall's, like, my birthday is coming up. So I'm like, uh, what's trying to make again? plans for my birthday. October 11th.
2: So she's a... Uh, Libra. Out. There you go.
4: You know what I mean? The best sign, even Did, though. Were don't you really that going to no?
2: know? No, I didn't know.
4: No, I'm a Libra. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's weird because now this would be my second birthday. We're kind of celebrating together. So.
2: Does this group match technically? I'm a, I'm a Virgo. You're a Libra and you're a
3: Pisces. We should have an astrologist come back. Yes. Because we had one come into our birth chart, but we should have them talk about like specific compatibility. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting yeah. to do a horrible decisions episode with our teams. Damn, it sucks because Vinny. It's gone. <laughs> but like that would have been fun. Like literally, yeah. Edon, Vinny, mm. um, a Dave, a, what people talking about behind the scenes stuff, us talking about shit. I think that'd be really fun.
2: Dave and I are Virgos. So, you know, we're cool. I don't know
3: shit about no Virgo. I think Wax again. is a Virgo too. Maybe we could bring Benson in for a bit. Woo! That'd be fun. Let's nice throw back. Right? Right. Um, oh, birthday. Last year you were in a fucking hurricane. Nice. Last year, I was in Mexico for a hurricane, and then we had our live show uh in Cancun.
4: And yeah, And so, then you got And then I came back and was COVID positive for six weeks.
3: Um,
2: Damn. Yeah. That's, six weeks.
3: I literally was out for a month and a half, which is also You don't know, remember when I had to find the Mexican uh COVID test? Because they were only giving COVID tests yes, at the time. I remember this. Isn't yeah. it co- the phases of COVID funny? You no. Go, actually, no. No, 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 it hasn't no. Been very funny. I'm talking about of what is where your head was. You were wiping down a box first. Right. Then you wanted a vaccine bad. Then it came out too fast and you freaked out. Then you're in the fucking part where you can't find a shot. You're waiting in line for fucking days. Now they're begging you to get the shot.
2: Now you get a hundred dollars for a shot. here. Damn, now
3: I you get shake for my hundred dollars. The the sta- I'm about to go back.
4: Them motherfuckers owe me a hundred dollars.
2: I wanna to go to jail.
4: Yesterday. Oh, no. I'm no, sitting no, here no. with a hurt you're, arm. No,
2: you'll get an email. <laughs> Shit, yeah. but
4: they should have gave me my $100 right there
2: Nah, it's like more like you gotta sign up and type shit
4: Oh no. Nigga, easy. they always want you to do They can't just hand me a $100 bill I wish,
2: oh, they I wish motherfuckers. it was that easy But yeah, it is weird We, we did go through a lot of different phases for COVID I mean, there was also like the toilet paper phase There was the 5G towers gave us COVID phase
3: <laughs> Dog, mind you When I was living in Mexico that is. These are all the people that are like Crypto investors and like Super hippie Everybody was talking about 5G, dog. And me and old babies just be sitting at me she's like, damn, for real? They going to put the microchip <laughs> in us, bitch? No, this one hole got me one time. I was high as fuck. And all I remember is she was saying, like, literally, I know logistically this couldn't be real. But she was fucking with me. I felt like I was on a game show. We're at this jungle party. And she was like, no, like... Everything around you. You know how your phone picks up what you're saying and suddenly you see advertisements for it? That's what's happening with the chip. It's tracking our brain. Right? All right. But mind you, I'm high. Fuck. I'm like, bitch, what you, what you think they got? You think they got us out here? Because we ain't even got a signal. And she's like, it doesn't matter. It's satellite. Like, the bitch had an answer for everything. <laughs> I, mean, I still follow her. Her name is Salam. Salam. Yeah. Salam. The bitch still lives there and she works at a cafe called Kubrick. And it's in Centro in downtown Saloom. And you can tell her I was talking shit, too. Let her know. Um, huh? I said let her know. Oh, every time people go to Saloom, I'd be like, yo, go see the blind girl and tell her to tell you about the satellite. Because the shit is so fucking Wait, funny.
2: Was a, she was blind?
3: Blonde. Oh. Which is Matter probably fact, why she has this idea. Dude, wow. um, her dog blonde had a microchip.
4: Does your cat have a microchip? No.
3: Oh, that's right. She brought it from... I got Wait,
4: it from does the your hood. Dog have a microchip. I got my motherfucking yeah. cat for twenty dollars oh, okay. from a crackhead, oh. and the only thing I did was make sure his balls was cut so he couldn't spray in my house. Oh, but I ain't get no chip I in him. Just that, that nigga don't go outside. Spray. Like you put a yeah. chip in a
3: cat who that, goes in and outside. Well, my cat don't go outside. The guy told me when, like, so she already came with the chip, and he was like, "What? Yeah, like anybody <laughs> that came in this dog, it's city pups, like where I got her from." But the guy was like, "This is not like find my iPhone, okay? If you lose your dog, I can't just track her." He's like, "But." If anything happens and they take her to a shelter, the microchip will come you know, they'll see your info. So the girl was so into this satellite thought, she fucking took her dog's microchip out because they thought, dude. All right. No, she was fun. She was a little <laughs> hula hooper too. And now she's a barista. So anyway, mm. I'm weak. Um Vanilla, Oh no yeah, Wait you have I, a You wanted to talk about your zoo date
4: Oh yeah no I mean we talked a, a lot about cuffing season But I mean that's something new That I just did for the first time I went to the zoo Oh, which one And it was so cute I went to the Central Park Zoo Whoa um, I mean they only got by f- five animals so uh, cool So I was literally going up to the like Little cage areas And I was like They couldn't have gotten more Cause you you literally gotta catch them At the right time Cause if, like The bear was asleep They had one bear So bitch you couldn't see a bear Okay Right and then the seals, they feed them. Mm. They had, like, three seals. <laughs> they had one red panda. I was
2: like... The red right. panda's actually kind the of rare. The red panda is really cute. Yeah, and rare, rare. Yeah. Man, oh, is it
3: sad. rare? Yeah. But yeah, like, they didn't have a lot no, of No, because animals. the black and white ones, they got they got them in, like, excess. The red panda...
4: the red That's it. That's the red panda. Aww. And it was so cute. And it was just running. I was like, oh, it looks like... It's running like Bodhi. Um, it looks like Nina. Yeah, no. it's But the zoo was super, super cute. Um... <laughs> Y'all know I'm from Orlando. So I was just like running up to the seals, like how I would at SeaWorld. Did they have people? like, ooh, I want to get up close. I want to take a picture of the seals. Ooh, mm. look at the seal wave. Look Were at people the protesting wave. outside? No.
2: Yeah, okay. I was wondering about that for No, 17.
4: there was no protest. Um, it was just really, really cute. I really enjoyed it. It was my uh first time on a date to the zoo.
2: Mm. Uh so I really like That's cute. Yeah, it was super cute. Did you get your um, picture taken or anything? Any souvenirs?
3: I mean, I took pictures with him. Hey. We was like looking cute. It's so house. funny when you're like at a place like that in your city, and you would be saying shit like, "No, we live here. We don't need that." Well, <laughs> I mean, I've been in New York like
4: almost nine years now, and I've I i did not even know how to get to the motherfucking zoo. I knew there was one, mm. but I not in the Bronx. I've only been to the Bronx Zoo. Mm. I didn't even know where the fuck. Where's the, the Central, one? Central Park. Central Park. Oh, Central Park Zoo. I went to the Central Park Zoo.
1: Follow The Global Story from the BBC, wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
4: I think that this last year and a half has been very interesting because you've definitely been put outside of yourself in terms of where you can go on dates. Right. And even right now in New York, you're not getting inside nowhere without a vaccination card. So if you, you date, you can't in, eat outside
3: though. Yeah, but, outside. I, but
4: I'm talking about, indoor, about indoor, indoor indoor things or yeah, once things it like that. You're f- oh, you, you're fucked. And what if you date an anti-vaxer? What if you date someone who doesn't want to get the vaccine? Right. Like now, even. Where you guys have to compromise in terms of dates
3: is going to be interesting, especially when it gets cold. Um, what if you meet Salam? Because I'm going to tell you what Salam will tell you. <laughs> my body, my choice. If I can have an abortion, I should have the right not to get the vaccine because I know there's a microchip. Well, speaking of,
4: <laughs> that's what I actually wanted to bring up today for our vanilla shit. Mm-hmm. If you guys have been following uh, this show, Weezy and I have both uh, shared our experiences with abortions. We've had people
3: on who worked at Planned Parenthood. And apparently too many abortion jokes.
4: Um, A lot of abortion jokes because I'm all here for the vacuum. But what's crazy is uh, Roe versus- it look like? What? What's what look like? What the does vacuum? what
2: look like? The abortion vacuum?
4: Yep. Can we not Google the abortion vacuum? Why not?
2: You sure, I'm right here.
4: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I mean, I think it looks like a little tool. I don't think it really looked like a vacuum. Wait, it. See, it looks I like a syringe. A <laughs> it's a syringe and it sucks the baby out. Oh, it's like a turkey baster. It's like bas- a turkey baster. So it just go right in there and set the little dot a manual out.
3: Manual vacuum aspiration.
2: <laughs> Sorry, you said turkey baster. It
3: does look like a it turkey does, baster. Though. It does. And even the way they put it in. Yeah,
4: because they definitely do the
3: speculum to open up your
4: coochie.
2: Oh, oh make it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look I didn't hear it, but oh Wolf is in the back, like, oh my god.
4: Yeah. I but, feel it. But I wanted to talk about this. Uh, if you guys are patrons,
3: we briefly talked about the okay, whistleblowers in Texas. When you look at the picture, it do make me feel a little guilty. Not Republican guilty, but damn.
2: Is it really guilt? In that I team? don't feel guilty.
3: Because see, when they when they show the fetus pictures. Is the baby ain't, don't? It's not a cute. Like see, well, see, well, th- see, this this doesn't look big enough for
4: like a baby baby. So no, I feel like this it,
3: one makes me feel bad.
4: No, but look at this one. This one is probably the one they used on me to because mine was just about this one, right? So they just pulled. Why the you said out. on me like they had specific? Yeah, no, because this species. ain't gonna fit a baby. You can't suck a baby. So out This is out a first
2: that. trimester one that you're looking at now.
4: Right? Oh, there's di- oh, there's different sizes. I guess there's different sizes. First <laughs> trimester. What's the, there's a second
3: trimester one, too?
2: I'm not going to Google that.
3: Okay, yeah, don't pull that up. Um <laughs> Oh, my God. No, this one right here where you see it in there and it looks like it's coming out of the tube, that makes me feel a little bad. If, but again, if, if
4: you guys are listening to us in, in audio, definitely just go on your phone and Google abortion vacuum aspiration. Uh, that's what we're looking at, and you can see the pictures that we are viewing as well. But I wanted to get into this because uh, while I brought it up on our... Uh, vanilla shit on our during our last town hall <coughs> oh I'm sorry I was actually discussing the whistleblowers so as of right now there are there's currently a group in Texas that is paying people to whistleblow and tell on people who either accompany you to an abortion or tell on you if you are getting an abortion And what's crazy is Texas now has a six week abortion ban that takes it that takes effect after the Supreme Court in action. So the Supreme Court did go ahead and overrule uh, Roe versus Wade in this decision in Texas. So it is now illegal uh, for you to get an abortion after six weeks. And what's crazy is they are now fining people up to ten thousand dollars if you so even if you're an Uber driver. and you take someone on their way to get an abortion, you can be told on and be fined $10,000 for this, which is crazy because now at this point, y'all are motherfucking hurting or fining and punishing women for the choices in their own body more than fucking rapists, more than the people who administer fucking harm onto women. And I'm fucking disgusted. And of course, because the internet is so amazing, I wanted to share this. Um, Abortion help. You can go to needabortion.org. Plan C pills.org or aidaccess.org Plan C pills are actually abortion pills that can be mailed to you um, sent to you in the mail. Okay, now they
3: needed to have that a long time ago. No
4: shit, but it's it's it really... It should be
3: like Roman or it's, something.
4: It's one of uh, the things, so it's a, it's a safe at home abortion and Plan C provides up-to-date information on how people in the U.S. are accessing abortion pills online. Yeah. So if you are in Um, Texas and you fear uh, for whatever reason or you know you're in a situation where you want to have an abortion and there's multiple reasons I mean shit you want to go back and forth as to different reasons as to why women may want abortions there's a lot of men listening a lot of women listening and if you are pro-life we can literally go down back and forth like a game and say all of the reasons as to why a woman may want an abortion so
3: many arguments in the street bro oh god when I lived with Enoch I remember I was driving my car passing the Amway Arena. We lived in downtown Orlando and there was a huge anti-abortion rally downtown. And I called him and I said, have you seen this? Can you see this from outside? He was like, yeah. He was like, I don't want you to get in trouble because I wasn't in and out of jail. that time. Go upstairs. I said, I'm just going to take the dog on a walk. He's like, no, Gila, please don't go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bitch, I went down there, fucked them all up. First of all, everybody with their foster care bullshit do you know the amount of child abuse in foster care, the amount of children that end up in the system that mm-hmm. don't have access to one, a better education, health care, any of that shit? The mistreatment in foster care is wild. I don't know if anyone is willing to talk about their experience who's been in and out of foster care, but I've never heard this amazing fucking tale ever for somebody who was adopted. There's always some fucking pain and strife with that shit. I also want to add that there are so many
4: medical ailments. Um, one in which being... Um, damn. And I just had it on my goddamn head. Um, when you Epilepsy. So when you are epileptic, which is where you just get random seizures, depending on the medication you are on, um, it actually can have effects on either the baby while you're pregnant or you are a high-risk pregnancy, which means... You can actually die in giving birth. Wow. And I have a family member who's epileptic. And the conversation, like literally, they pretty much told her not to get attached to the baby until 17 weeks. Wow. To be sure that it was even forming correctly in her because of the medication that she was on. Wow. And, so, and also the idea that you can literally have a seizure while giving birth. You can die giving birth if you're epileptic. I was also just reading all of these abortion stories. If you're on Twitter... I, I dive into all of the, the, the Twitter threads and so many women were sharing the fact that they had been raped um, and, and the cause of trauma that they had. And again, trigger warning. But there are women, I mean, shit, I was pregnant at 16. Do you think I'd probably motherfucking be here today in this space and accomplish what I've done? Maybe, maybe so. A lot of women do accomplish things with, with children. But I had my abortion at 16 years old. I was fucking going into the 11th grade. And I don't, I, I can't honestly say where the fuck I would be right now. If, if I would have, you know, decided to keep the baby. Right. And so this is unfortunate, especially because, again, if you guys were on our town hall, um, there's actually medical studies showing that you're not actually nine months pregnant. You're actually 10 months pregnant. Um, there's a certain amount of weeks in which that you're really pregnant. So a lot of times when you go in to your pregnancy, they don't even really know the exact date. And a lot of times they add two weeks anyways. Like, I and I told this on Patreon, they told me I was six weeks and I was like, no, bitch, I'm four weeks. It was 4th of July. I know when the nigga did it and I knew exactly. And they just kept trying to tell me I was six weeks pregnant. So it's really interesting that this is now uh, uh, banning a law at six weeks for, for you
2: to be. Um. Do you know why there is that padding for the two weeks? Um, let me look it up. Yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Yes. It's weird. A whole yes. two week padding. Does it really benefit anybody outside of like. Maybe getting that person excited for the fact. That well, that's
4: the thing, too. I know that they uh, a lot of hospitals also just like to induce. They like to put your pregnancy on a schedule so they will let you know when Ooh. your when your due date is. Because yeah. a lot of times they have to schedule that shit. They have to make sure a doctor is going to be available. Right. Like a lot of that actually has. It's
2: it's our fucking. Plus, a lot of people system. are get like pregnant for like more than nine months, too. Right. Where am I bugging for saying that? No,
4: that's what I'm saying. So it says that there are there are about 40 weeks in a full-term pregnancy. If you assume that a month is exactly four weeks long, that makes 10 months of pregnancy. The problem with this calculation is that it assumes that each month lasts 28 days. We know that only fucking February is 28 oh. days. So you actually have months with ah. 30 and 31 days. So they're days. adding
3: it on the back so, end. Yes. In reality, but when you're going in there, they say six. Yes,
4: because of oh. the different. Yeah, Exactly. So that's actually what it is. Uh, so that's that's why. Uh, so th- this is just hurtful. Again, we've been advocates here on not only sexual liberation, um, but being pro-choice. And the idea that they're really kind of, like this is a Supreme Court ruling in Texas. And it's scary because that means that a lot of other states, specifically red states, can fall in line with this. And it's it's kind of unfortunate. They shut it down today, I believe. No, right. No, I don't. Not that I saw.
2: Uh, so the last Google search I did from ABC 10, apparently the Not update is that the, uh, the Supreme Court voted five to four to deny an emergency. Yeah.
3: The, the, yeah.
2: So, so they denied it. So they denied it. Yeah. But,
3: this, but still, Texas has been going crazy. No, mm-hmm. so the, the Texas abortion ban, but the Supreme Court is a different thing. And they uh, just found out. So, two the last, hours ago, Supreme Court yeah. refuses. Yeah. to block to Texas block this abortion, abortion law. law so yeah. they're keeping it.
2: Yeah,
4: keeping Oh,
3: it. I thought, no, the sp- Supreme
4: Court went against Roe versus Wade and refused to, to block this abortion law. they're denying it. abortion yes. law. No, they're, they're denying <laughs> refusing this law. So they're yeah. going to allow Texas to move forward oh my with this God. abortion law. Dude, is
3: it Jesus freaks? I don't understand. Yeah, it's fucking sickening. And by that, I mean disrespect. Yeah, I, I for one, I produce a Bible podcast. Everyone knows I, 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 I love Brianda, and I, th- I think that's the most religious person in my life. But golly, yeah. I don't even hear her talk about this fucking bullshit. It's ridiculous to me mm. because it's this weird moral high ground. You know what I mean? Right. That people suddenly take when it comes to abortions, especially mm-hmm. men, which cracks me up the most. Abortion, religion, and that's why y'all like already I say, know niggas ain't shit. I'm getting a shit Taddy.
4: You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know how the I feel about people that, that like religion. Because you know the one thing they're really not going to talk about? How nobody in the Bible was white. But <laughs> we going to keep wow. keep on going with dead. Ibrahim don't mm. They weren't even really white in real life. Um, but let's get into our hors d'oeuvre. Our hors d'oeuvre uh, this week is a tip that I found. And it's actually one that I've been recently doing. And I find it to be really exciting. Um, but it's actually, and this is for those of you who have a partner. It's a way... Um, to not only get them to open up to you, but for you to feel more comfortable with talking to your partner. So this hors d'oeuvre this week is to brainstorm a list of fantasies. As I was even going through the home mail, there's so many people that write in home mail and they're like, but I already know my my partner's not going to be down for it. Or I already know how my partner's going to respond. Or I already know my partner's X, Y, Z. And brainstorming a list of fantasies will ironically not only open communication with you and your partner, but it'll get you to really think outside the box and really see how far your partner's mind goes. So it says, create a bucket list of no stress, exciting ideas to try together. If you come up with something that both parties aren't into, put it on a maybe list and revisit it later. Not only is making a list together fun, simply talking about desires can keep things hot. Communication allows you to fantasize consensually so that you can focus on pleasure in the bedroom with no
3: hesitation. Uh, I'm trying to think. Recently, um, I feel like Olbe and I have done so much. So it's like, Pegging's out and we fucking did everything else. But, um, you know, with the new person I'm sleeping with, I recently discussed who's, He's semi-conservative, which I I, I maybe enjoy because I'm not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think sometimes that can be fun when you're with someone who's the total opposite of you. And I had a phone call with a friend of mine on FaceTime. And he called me while I was in a club or something. And I don't know what it was about this particular girl. But he, like, enjoyed her flirting with me. And I was watching it slowly happen. You know what I mean? And then the next thing... I'm on a flight back to New York, literally getting on the plane. And he's like, get off, yo. Like, he's like, I can't stop thinking about you and fucking you with her or like fucking anybody. He's like, that just like drove me insane. Dog, we're like taking off. I'm taxing and we're like sexting like crazy. And literally our entire conversation since then, like when we're sexting we're deep in it, it's like all about how it would happen. And just like, It sounds silly as somebody that was in a thruple and that's had mad threesomes, but it is really exciting to experience something new with someone new. Mm. For example, it's not new to me, but it's new to you, so I'm enjoying it. And I think that a lot of people sometimes may put somebody down that hasn't done something, or even he maybe didn't want to get excited with me about talking about threesomes because he knows I've been on my shit. You know what I mean? Like, he knows Wheezy, he knows what I've done, he's heard the stories, so... I was even a little bit surprised that he was cool with, like, kind of just mentioning little things. Because I think most times we're very into trying to impress that partner by showing them how much we've done. Mm -hmm. Because we don't want them to feel like we're not as experienced, you know? Like, if you meet somebody in the future and they know how many times you've been to sex clubs or done things, the first thing they may say is, like, oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Or they'll want to tell you what they know. That's just a natural thing. So you don't feel like someone who's completely out of the loop. But it has been super fun. And I think it's great that he's kind of let me lead or walk him through it. I don't know if I'm it's gonna happen, but he's fine, so probably. If you're vanilla and you're dating someone, I think
4: a, a nice way to uh, ease your way into the fantasies if you don't, you know, if you're not fully comfortable going there just yet, is talking about things that you've never done and then starting doing first with them that aren't in the bedroom. So Say your partner has never been to a sip and paint. Say I want to experience that with you first. So you could you can even start by talking about things you've never done. I've never been to the Empire State Building. Let's be tourists one day and just go. So I think building things to do as a first outside the bedroom, I think would be a fun thing to do before starting digging into your kinky sexual fantasies
2: in really the bedroom. Nice actually, yeah, right. Yeah. Like
4: creating first with a partner regardless whether it's in the
3: bedroom or not, literally creates like this special bond with that person. And you have to let go of, because some women will say things like, well, who'd you do this with before? It don't fucking matter. Do you get that?
2: Yes. Really? Yes. I've
3: heard men do that to me. Women have done that to uh, me. It's annoying, bro. It
2: ruins it. It ruins it for me personally. Now, I'm I w-
3: not I- thinking about that person at all.
2: I'm curious, like w- at what point can you actually tell, let's say for me, how, if I were to have a partner, right. when would I be able to kind of, Easing the idea of a fantasy I have.
4: Honestly, literally, it could be the second time y'all had sex. It could be two years later. I think that that's something where, and, and the way that I've been doing it is just laying in the bed. I have these galaxy lights mm-hmm. now, so depending if I'm on shrooms or not, we really be in the galaxy.
2: I have to find out what I got. Um,
4: I really don't know who I am anymore. I literally just be doing the fucking chocolate shrooms. My homegirls brought it from LA and now. Bro, I heard those
2: on. are some fire shit Yeah, ashes. but
4: these galaxy lights, when you do it, you literally just lay there and we'll look at the ceiling. And it's kind of like we're outside looking at the stars. And I think that's one of the, this is literally what I have in my room. And so literally just looking up at the ceiling and looking at the galaxy lights, you could literally just start brainstorming there. Mm. You're, you're not applying pressure. It's a good conversation, and you're not in the act of sex. You're just laying there talking. Right. So to me, that's something to where you know, and you could you can
3: gauge it. You it's can different gauge. with everybody. Like it is. I remember with scissors, um, and no shade to her, but she is very shy. As nasty as she can be, I felt like she was so shy in person.
2: Those would be the nastiest ones.
3: Like right, and she's like, oh, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> in texting and shit, yeah. It was easier to get it out of her. And some hmm. people, it's a little more premeditated, so you can think out your answer, so it could help. The only thing with texting that like drives me insane is I gotta wait for your response.
4: Yeah. So when, because just imagine me tell also, somebody. Also, if you say something crazy, you could just put an LOL at the end, and then if you know, don't you just dare like, give just a reaction and not no words, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. No, you could just do an LOL uh. to to kind of <laughs> test the waters yeah. and see what their motherfucking response might be. I don't know. i did also want to lead this into our horrible decision this week again if you guys are new listeners and haven't been able to go all the way back we used to do a kink of the week segment um and we like to talk about different kinks here and i found this article on desert.co.za i assume is that what new zealand or something uh, if it's da, za, that means it's in another country, right? It's
2: from... Dazza, Dutch. Dutch.
4: Okay. There you go. So this is from a Dutch website, but they went into eight unusual sexual kinks that are fun to try together. So if you're talking about, again, your fantasies, here's eight kinks that maybe you and your partner can try together. Weezy, let me know if you've done them before, or let me know if you think this might be something that you would try if you're vanilla, long-term, short-term. Let me know when you should introduce this. This first one is called sploshing or wham. Do you know what sploshing or wham is? Food. <laughs> Close. Yeah, I guess it involves it a little bit. Smashing food? Sploshing. Wham actually means wet and messy. Ooh. So these sexual kinks are known as wet and messy fetishes because they involved often food and things generally get extremely messy during the act. People like to cover that. themselves in food, eat food off of each other, and even own special tanks that they can do this in. Yikes. A surprisingly large amount of people are into sploshing, mm. thanks to the high rates of SIDL files in is the world. Is it two O's or one O? Sploshing is one O. One O. Food has always been a central thing, and people that find food sexy like to involve it more in their sexual place. You don't have to be extreme about it, but dabbling might teach you something. Um, And then they give examples. So something like edible body paint is a nice entry-level step. Whipped cream bikinis um, is also very popular. And investigating sexual kinks a little bit more with dessert spreads. Um, This doesn't have to do with food, but wet and messy to me reminds me of uh, something that I like is literally, I say, make a mess on me. And I just like him to literally just nut on me like so shoot his cum whether it lands on my face on my tits on my stomach and then we go back into the next round nice. so now it's messy because the nut is on him it's on my shit well assuming
3: that not everybody can get it up next like uh, I mean right after it just lay on her I would say a good way to do like wet lay on her shit with the nut if the nut
4: is all over her body, uh-huh. you can make it wet and messy by just lying on top of her. And then it's kind of like. Oh,
3: yeah. And then it's sticky. So then y'all shower together. But yeah. in the act wet and messy, messy, I think a good like way to do that is. So Um, recently, like I was super high when I'm really high and I suck dick. I can't like my mouth is dry. Dry. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I have water and I'll just put it in my mouth, switch it around, switch it around. And then just makes my mouth wetter and the dick wetter. But then I was like, what if it was a lot? So sometimes I'll fill my mouth with the water. And then like, then it's just getting like spitty and messy and wet- and wetter. And it's really fun. Like shit like that. I think another thing. especially That's funny. I I do that. Oh, well, yeah.
4: when we between rounds, we'll like be thirsty, of course, because we just worked out. And he'll put it in his mouth. And instead of giving me the water bottle, he'll feed me the water from his mouth.
2: Ew. <laughs> oh, I don't it's know. It's so I just, filthy. I love feeding? it. What's it
4: called? Is that bird feeding?
2: It is kind of bird feeding. Something like that.
4: I love it. By then, it's room temperature, clearly. But
2: Oh, God.
4: I'm just saying it ain't that cold by the time it go from his Does mouth he to Does switch it live. in his mouth and then pass it on? No, he'll just drink a little bit of it, and then whatever's left, he'll dump it in my Why mouth. Why is his mouth so hot? Because we just been fucking, and he's oh. a he's a human being. Our That's body temperature, like what, like 90-something? 97? <laughs>
3: Point 0.1 <laughs> Point 0.1 Wow A bitch been having to get her temperature taken I was like clearly you just got your shit taken We are hot <laughs> We are hot
4: bitches um, But did you have
3: anything else to add to that? Maybe for someone who's vanilla um, I would say with um, <clears throat> With like yeah With anyone who's you know Having sex with someone with a penis um, For women or like lesbian fantasies too Like I think the messiest thing That I really was able to do Like I like pussy all over me So like if someone's, uh, if you're eating someone out and you're laying down, right, and they're, like, riding your face, like, they can drag it, like, and leave a little snail trail, like, that's fun, too. I mean, it is you funny. can do that on anybody.
2: Have it y'all, y'all ever fucked food? I just learned what acidify was. She
3: fucked. She fucked a cucumber. Oh. oh I, was I guess that like, is food fucking, huh? Yeah, that's food fucking. I didn't think fucking. about that. Well, I guess the cucumber I, fucked I, her I didn't think techn- about that. Technically, the cucumber. No, I had food. to hold it. It didn't yeah. walk over But it me. penetrated but it you. you. It fucked you. It fucked you I fucked myself with a cucumber. Oh, right. so okay. That's Technically, like your, all right. All right.
2: Acidophile, acidophile is a person who likes to fuck foods and find... Oh, well, no. Oh. Finds food arousing. Never mind. So
4: that's that's what acidophile is.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. it's not as bad as... uh, What was it? The Russian guy that is attracted to the ashtray. You goodness. weren't here wow. for that. It was great. The, the no. next one is basic, so I'm not going to
4: spend too much time on it. It is catapotrophilia, wow, which you is actually... I killed it, I killed right? That shit. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at this article yeah. for a minute. Uh so that's actually just the idea of having sex with your significant other in front of a mirror. I feel like we just talked about that with good moms bad choices. Yeah, that one is that one is pretty uh interesting. Mm. The other one is pygophilia. One of the most sexualized areas of the human body is the rear end or buttocks. Yes. We also talked about that um in 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 depth with Vinny, but a pygophiliac is someone who is aroused by seeing and touching a person's derrière. Um, these sexual kinks are especially prevalent in men, with women's behinds being the main attraction.
2: We love now, y'all Colette know I'm motherfucking the
4: Stallion. I love massaging a, a butt. I love ass. Women, men, it don't matter. If I'm fucking you nine times out of ten, I'ma say you want a massage, and it's just so that I can massage your ass. Oh. I love spreading oh. an ass cheek
3: apart. I, I think uh, there are I just love it. That I genuinely l- can get off from just this. I love it. Um, <laughs> oh. When I was fucking Colette, she had this dom and she would go over there just to get spankings and he remained fully dressed and then when her and I had our threesome um, with, what did I call him? He was just like a really rich, hot white guy in the West Village. Nice. But anyway, um, oh, when we would go over there, he would do a lot of that, like spanking, slapping, like super dom shit. He had like toys, like, contraptions, and that was the first time where I was like, oh, like, you really need nothing else. Like, it's just something about, it's almost because some of them know that you want to get fucked mm. real bad because you're so horny and they won't give it to you. Like, it's almost like they get off on withholding it.
4: I love slapping ass, massaging ass, sticking ass, licking ass, all, everything to do with ass. Like, yes. I just really, and to find a man with a nice ass, oh. Give it to me I think that's also I like women With really nice asses too Especially when they have The little cuff booties I love a little cuff On a booty Yes Oh my god A cuff it's like, booty I love
3: <laughs> My god <laughs> A cuff
4: booty lord I do I love a little cuff On a booty bitch Alright the next one Is an auditory fetish Perhaps the most popular Auditory fetish Includes the use Of swear words During sex Okay that's Now this is say. real vanilla People that enjoy talking dirty in the bedroom may actually find specific words very erotic.
3: If Wait, you, did they list them out? They did not, so I wanted to know if
4: you would. But if you find yourself getting excited. slut,
3: whore, bitch, fuck me, pussy. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me, harder, faster, deeper. Come. A come. Just like naming stuff. Yeah. Make a mess. nut. Give me that nut. Oh my god! Y'all know I don't know how I
2: react to give me that nut. Bro,
4: stop it. I we talked about I this. That. Y'all gotta say nut. Come on, bro. I would want, start laughing if someone told me. You to
2: want do. me nut on you? What?
4: Oh my god, that's so sexy, Sorry. Eden. Oh,
2: You're don't welcome. turn me on. You're welcome. Oh, I'm just, I'm just. Yes,
4: here. nut on me, baby. Ah. Oh! <laughs> I, what
2: is that? A bad is that a bad visual? Okay, well,
4: can you not laugh too. <laughs> Nutty is good. Like I like peanut your, butter. Wait, your are <laughs> I drink oat milk, almond nut. they
3: call it nut bush. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, give me that nut, baby. Hold <sighs> right. no, on, wait. Can I just ask? Does your man tell you he's about to
4: nut? He's a, he's a little bit more silent. I have to like really ask him to like, like as I know he's about to come. I'd be like, can you moan? I love when you moan. i just be telling him, like, I I want to hear you. Can I hear you? Like, I want to hear you. Oh, he does. Well, He's what pretty he,
3: quiet. What word does he say?
2: I'm About a bust?
3: I think it's bust. My, my um. But which one's my preferred? Alienics, but, see, bust but see, now it's different because
4: now instead of, like, really asking for the nut, I'll ask to make a mess on me.
3: Okay. That's that's my instructions that's like on where cue. I want him to come. Yes. So that's don't, like. Do I say mess? Make a mess I, on I me. I think I say. Like I'll use the word cover. Like I want you to. Come I'll, be my like, face I'll be like I'll be like, make a mess. Yeah,
4: mm. make a mess. Mm. Oh, mess. I'm, ready. I, I'm ready to go. What's I'm up? sorry. Okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, we have three more. Trichophilia. <laughs> if you are a trichophiliac, then you love human hair. The way it smells, feels, everything about hair gets you going, and there might be a very good reason for this from science. All right, now human pheromones—the chemical arousal stimulate state. Simulators that people produce in their skin are especially prominent in the head area. So if you love your significant other's hair, you might want to try including it more overtly in foreplay. Now, clearly, I would say this is more of a white person shit because technically when I get my lace wigs or I have my hair really done, it's literally like a don't touch thing.
3: Um, Even when I, my hair is out, like my natural
4: hair, I don't wanna, I'm not really thing. into the touching of my hair
3: Oh, like, touching hair? I thought like, it said nut in hair. Oh, it did, I didn't say oh, nut I in I love hair. my fucking hair. It says wet touch.
4: hair can be very erotic. Massag-
3: Do you like a scalp massage? I love all of that. I'm obsessed oh, with that. So maybe you're trying. So I, I love a scalp is. massage so much. This sounds ridiculous, but. So I probably give maybe a few days between braiding. I will go get a massage just so I can have a scalp massage with my braids out of my head. Well,
4: I mean, braids be hurting
3: the scalp. Like, but no, it's a a thing. And then even with with my braids, because I mean, I get knotless, so it doesn't hurt anymore. But, um, oh, I love it. I love it. Old Bay likes to rub ears. I'd be like, get in my hair. Like, I don't give a fuck. And I, I tell all my niggas, all my hoes to just. And when I'm saying this, I don't mean currently. I mean, like, over the years, not one person in my life doesn't know that I need that to sleep.
2: I think a scalp massage is how I usually initiate in the bedroom.
3: yeah. It's weird now. That's how you initiate in the bedroom. See, to me, That's I'd be like, "Don't touch do They want me to stop talking.
2: Oh yeah, Oh, well, yeah. that too. Yeah,
3: like there's
4: literally Aww. a specific. And, now moment I mean, a, and I'm bald headed now, so I just be like, "Can you not You're touch so my good. hair?" Why? Like, I already got to lay oh. it down with a do rag. So like when they like when he want to play in my hair, it like literally it sticks up, it frizzes, and now I'm like, "Nigga, now I gotta go grab my Nairobi and my do rag." I and love it. It's so sense. Now I gotta lay my shit down. There's a
2: way to do it though You could still do kind of pats.
4: Yeah. Like, I know I'm half white, but my shit does not be laying. I be having to lay my shit down. And it just annoys me because, no, don't mess it up. Especially in between washes. Shit. The next one, y'all, is...
2: Come on. Come on. I'm
4: trying to... I feel like the K is silent, like Nick's. So, Nismalagnia. Nismalagnia.
2: Yeah, I think... Nismalagnia. Nismalagnia is good.
4: So, Nick... Nismalagnia... (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the tickling fetish. Don't
3: do that nah, to me. I, I ain't going to hold you. Fart. I will f- Oh, you. <laughs> you <laughs> Wait, you what? I will fucking fart. You fart from being tickled? It, I mean, because I just like, it gets so anxious and I start no, to- No, no. So I ain't going to hold you. If you motherfucking tickle me, I'm punching
4: the dog shit out your Yeah, ass. I think tickling- Like, it hurts. Oh, yeah. Tickling hurts. Oh, it hurts you. Tickling, You're one of those. because- And I'm like claustrophobic, so then I feel like I have paralysis and I can't move. <laughs> so I just be like- Ah, but then I just go to fight. I just got to fight a motherfucker. Don't motherfucker tickle me. But
3: if you like tickling, this is a thing. So, I fucking hate Yeah, yeah, hate no tickling. Um, <laughs> We never did Tickled on Patreon, but you need to watch that movie, Maddie. It was literally... Nah, don't, no, Tickling is probably one of those No, no, things. no, about how they like Not, use these young boys. You know what I mean? He would basically like, if anyone, and I know we talked about this a few months ago. We are supposed to do a Patreon cinema on it, but we didn't. But this fucking shit was so crazy. Tickled is a, like... It's like a Sundance-type film of this guy who was, like, hiring guys on Craigslist for $100 to get tickled on camera. And he would, like, use it to weaponize them when they were, like, at work, like, older, like, later in life. Like, yo, it was crazy.
2: But Wow, that's kind of fucked up.
3: Oh, man, that's a really good doc. But the tickling community is a whole thing. There's a guy I went on a date with, and I remember, like, he was already turning me off. And, like, he thought he was saying something funny to me when he dropped me off and, like, tried to tickle me. And I literally... Almost punched him See? in the nose. Yeah, don't, don't tickle I, me. Some, like, just don't put your hands on me,
4: Period. please. I don't like tickling. Like, even when I get massages, like, or when the bitches is, is doing my feet at the salon, I be like, all right, I need you to be a little rougher down there because it tickle yeah.
2: and now you about to mess up my gel polish. A certain like, anxiety comes upon me. Yeah, if someone I don't like, says, I don't are you ticklish? I'm like, I'm not, but... Oh lie. I be
4: lying now I be like hell no, nah, I'm a motherfucking G You can't tickle me And then they go to tickle And then I like oh. Like I be
3: drooling <laughs> A bitch be like I hate that feeling I fucking hate Like that it's feeling. not fun for you No it's
4: not fun for me It's not fun Don't fucking tickle me And I just fucking Went too hard with that Now You know my arm is like Arm hurt Alright then uh, Last two Mask fetish. Now, I actually spoke uh, about this. Now, wearing a mask is, of course, a part of BDSM and playing with your sensory. Um, this was actually, masks ain't for me. Uh, the one time I did agree to be blindfolded, the nigga stealthed me uh, and removed his condom. So, so, I'm, so He disgusting. what? He stealthed. Stealth. Wow. So literally, uh, when we were done, like when he came, he literally went to take off my mask. But before he took off my mask, he said, don't be mad at me. And I was like, "What? what do you mean? And he's like, it felt so good. And he let me know that he took off the condom while I was wearing a blindfold. And so from there, I will never probably wear a blindfold. However, if you are with a partner who you do trust, couples that enjoy mask fetishes tend to do it because they like the idea of anonymous sex. Mm. These individuals may have a range of sexual kinks that span from swinging to swapping. But you could try out a mask fetish and explore the realm of the anonymous in a perfectly monogamous environment with your significant other. COVID-19. Individuals that have a thing for masks are also usually into bondage and BDSM play. So again, if you see that your uh, partner is actually into using masks, uh, this could be a gateway into other things, such as maybe a ball gag, such as uh, restraints um, and other things that that can be used in the bedroom. The last one, guys, and here we go. BDSM suspension. Now, this one I don't think can be at all for um, a beginner because you have to, it's either going to really cost you a lot or you may have to actually go to a dungeon, which is where I experienced this for the first time. But BDSM suspension, sexual kinks, um, the submissive in the dynamic is suspended somehow. So either over the bed, hung from a piece of furniture or a doorway. I was hung from the ceiling. Uh, in a dungeon, and it was really interesting. Um, a oh, great
3: invention thing. That's fun. I, I
4: did this actually in Orlando at um, Secrets. So at Secrets, there's a dungeon. Is that a resort? Girl, yes, it's a swingers resort in Orlando. It's really Kissimmee, but oh yeah, I went there. What does that
2: mean? That it's Kissimmee? Kissimmee, Kissimmee. ain't
4: really Orlando. It's oh. close to it's where, Disney. It's Kissimmee is the city that they made for Disney. But I went to Secrets with my homegirls, and. Um, I they had a dungeon in there. And in this dungeon, everyone had to remove their shoes. Um, but it was really, really dope. Like why are the fo- floors padded? Um, just because th- there's I remember toys in there on In hedonism, know, had to, we had to take our shoes off. You had off. to take your shoes off. Um, and so you put them in the locker. And there was the guy that suspended me was called Scarecrow, I believe. Um, and he was super into bonding. So he actually suspended me. He put me into bondage.
3: Oh, like My, Dash does that
4: yes but literally had me up in the air and twirling and it was like the the stretch that i got um and also i also did it uh and had a couple come around and the woman flogged me and the guy did electrocuting me to me like it was intense it was in a dungeon and i was like do it
3: to me give it to in me in orlando
4: in orlando bitch i'm not going to lie if anyone has been to secrets or if you're in orlando and like oh my god where do i go to for a sex club it was really white um, but apparently they have black nights, but we went, it's like, it's like a, a
3: timeshare. So you can James actually run around here and talked about the woods or something in Orlando. There was a sex club oh, and oh, we no saw it. a lot of shit going on in there. I mean, we, we actually, I know we're probably too late for it, but we do need a sex club episode So if, like yeah. of, of different cities and sex parties. So if you guys have one, like we should, Well, do. we we know the couple, um, but like the major cities, well, Athens, like the Atlanta. Our name was Athens.
4: They came up with us uh, on the Houston stage. So we know a Houston swingers group. Mm-hmm. We know a ton here in New York. Um, you know what? Let's do that. If you are the owner or a promoter of a sex club party, also because each one I've gone to now is so different, mm-hmm. I would love to
3: see how it differs uh, uh, across. We should try to make a, the best list that we can. I,
4: I would love to do that for you guys, because a lot of y'all literally will be in fucking... Tennessee
3: and be like, hey, do you know the sex club here Bro, in Tennessee? Bro, I am so Bro, tired of this one email. I, I just gotta say this. <laughs> do not write me. I cannot tell you how annoying it is. Please, like seriously. And I rarely ask people not to, but this is dumb. People will write me and say, hey, Weezy, I want to have a threesome tonight. Do you know anybody? Interesting. Oh,
2: what? Uh, there's Reddits for that, just saying. What
3: the fuck Wait, do you what? think I'm gonna do? You think I'm about to look through my shit and pass off? And one pass of your hoes? Maybe. Yeah. Sharing is caring. No, I'm not. If I was going to do that, it would be with someone I know. You think I'm going to send them to some random bitch on the internet with all the human trafficking and all the sex trafficking and all this fucking bullshit? Let's be real. Oh, wait, wait.
4: Men that hit you and ask
3: you? Women and men. But it could be a fake page. No, but women have been doing it and I'm sorry, like... No, I, I think, told y'all just fuck your friends. Stop do making some it work, my nigga. like <laughs> stop. Just fuck your home girl, dude. I had a couple write me. Oh, wait, I gotta read you this. This is so funny.
2: That's probably one of these safest ways. No,
3: and I'm not gonna lie. I think so. It was a respectful like DM, but it was funny. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> Good it's morning, to Weezy. Mail, actually, <laughs> Wifey and I are huge fans of the show. Of Hopefully, we can bump into you in the city and take you home with us. Enjoy your day. Oh shit. Okay, never mind. Not the homel. They but they made it nice. I mean, I that's, mean a that's, nice gesture. that's a nice, you know. Were they a good-looking couple? Um I can't really see the picture. They both have masks on in their picture, but ah. hey, they're black. That's very sweet of you. Um although there is no question we do have a thank you message from someone that came in and it says, "This is just an email to say thank you. I'm in a group chat with six girlfriends from college and of course discuss different topics and it always makes me realize how close-minded and hypocritical Mm -hmm. these hoes are and and how the rest of the world can be. I've always been open-minded and accepting, but I'd be lying if I said your show didn't take it to a different level. I've been dealing with a guy for the last six months who had previously tested the waters with a man and just so happened to ask in conversation. I just so happened to ask him, and he was honest. Truthfully speaking, pre-horrible decisions, me, would have probably stopped talking to him, even though I really like him, on some nothing against him in his sexuality, but he can't be my nigga every time. But post WD me and all 233 episodes just feels like why he tried it and he didn't like it. That doesn't mean he's gay. It probably makes him even more secure in his sexuality because he knows for sure it's not him. Anyway, Mm. this man is amazing, treats me better than anyone I've ever dated and better than them group chat bitches have ever been treated. And it's just crazy to think I could have missed out on this amazingness for something like that. So thank you for having on the guests that you've had and the conversations you've had around this and more. I love you and I can't wait for the live show to get back popping. Thanks for being my real friends, because fuck them hoes, never wow. stop. Signed a happy hoe. I really,
4: I really will say it's a really it, good home it, in in a response to that. Um, I think that believe it or not, your friends will keep you from finding happiness. Uh, I think your friends sure. are a lot of the most judgmental, um, and honestly, a lot of them are envious if you find someone that treats treats you better than maybe how they've been treated. Um, I do also think that... Do you think you've experienced that? Um, from from friends, I've definitely seen it on the outside looking in. Mm. Like like friends just, you know, and I don't want to get too particular because I know they listen to this show, but I introduced my homegirl to a guy who's treating her really, 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 really well. And the friends that surround her were pretty much actually admitted to being jealous because they said, "Damn, no one's ever done that for me," or they've tried to like, kind of, they don't even want to be around him because they're like, "Well, why can't I find a guy like this?" Um, what, girl? This has been an actual thing that has happened to me. And my homegirl have talked about it, and I was. But like, are they saying it like, like those are girls you probably shouldn't be around because they probably don't want the best
3: for you? But is it like, because there's a, and I, I really believe this, like an innocent type of jealousy. Uh, for I don't exen- believe in
4: innocence,
3: innocent jealousy. I do. For example, if you told me that this weekend you went to the beach and had an amazing trip, I'd be like, damn, bitch, for real? Oh, I was stuck at home. That's a, I don't want you to have a bad time. Like, that's a, oh, my God, whatever. Uh, or, mm. for example, if you said, girl, I got fucked last weekend, I'd be like, bitch, I ain't even getting no dick. That's like a. Okay. That's why okay. I'm saying when their homegirls say, damn, I don't have anybody like that. Is it like. I don't know. I talk like that sometimes and I don't mean it. Um. With harm mm, Right okay. I, I haven't been having sex You've been having like, sex I'm, I'm like damn You had Enjoying
2: or- yourself But I wish I was there too Kind of a thing
3: Yeah like maybe Like if you Like I can't think of I just said like, okay, orgy, but like what you about- would give me anxiety But a zoo date Or going to the beach With your right. man Like oh I haven't had that time That would be so nice I wish yeah, I could Yeah but I
4: would say um, Say you are your homegirl Like and this has happened to me then I was the hoe ass friend I know a lot of my friends Miss me being single And being the hoe ass friend For the trips for the hangouts, for the free dinners, for the clubs. And now I'm the bitch in love. And so I do know that I do have a lot of friends that probably liked the version of myself single more so than me with my partner. Because now literally, anytime I go out, unfortunately, luckily, everyone that has met my nigga likes him. He gets invited everywhere. So I am one of those where even if I'm just out having dinner or lunch with a a friend or my friend invites me to a party, I'll let him know, and if he pops up, everyone's okay with it. But I invite him to everything. And whether that's a thing or not, like, with my friends here, mm. I know that now my friends
3: traveling don't really like it because they're like, no, bitch, we're going to travel um, just
4: us. Don't invite him. Don't
3: bring him I, here. I don't think that's more about your man than it is about, I want to be with my friend. You know, Vinny okay. gets like that with me, right? Like, he loves Obey. Yeah. But, like, he wants to be with me. He came right. here to see me. He's like, no, I don't, I don't care if that nigga's paying for dinner. I want to be with you, bitch. Like, it ain't him. It's just right. like, you want your friend. So I think that could be two things to do with it, right? Because if you want to connect in your partner a way where he want, you need him to be in social settings with you and you don't really need girl time because you want to spend it with him, then fine. But if that's a fine line because a lot of women neglect their friends and relationships. And I don't mean by phone calls. I know you keep up with your friends and you know you visit them. But let's just say in the city, like, if your friend really needs a girl's night, you got to know when your friend needs a girl's night. Like, I've had a few homegirls tell me, like, no, bitch, because everybody knows that one year where me and Obey was fucking everybody out of last lap. Girl, if I'm out with my friends, like it's like three o'clock, and be like, "Okay, bitch, well, he's coming?" They're like, "Girl, why?" Because <laughs> it's a different vibe for them. Right. Even if you're not talking to niggas, now they can't really talk to niggas because nobody's coming up to y'all. Like, oh, they could definitely talk to
2: niggas. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
3: Why does that? How is that? How is that? Yeah. That if I'm third wheeling, it's a different thing when you want like a wing woman type of situation. Even if, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like that. Or. Shit! Even me and Alex had an argument because he was like, "I don't understand what's the big deal? If I'm with somebody, why can't I can't? I'm like, no, we go out to dinner together." And I also think the other issue with this too is what I didn't understand is I felt like I had so much fun with my man. I want everybody to meet him. That's that's me now. Like
4: even Dustin. Anytime me and Dustin hang out, he'll be like, "Well, go ahead and, and invite you know,
2: so and so."
3: Yeah, like you know, I don't know. I mean. Yes and no. If your friends made it clear they want time with you, I understand to them. that. Yeah. I understand that. But also, fuck them six hoes in your oh, group yeah. chat, right. bitch, yeah. uh, and enjoy your man. Join again. our Discord, by the way, um, uh, on our fifteen dollars Patreon chair. And this is actually a shameless plug, but seriously, there is like minded people right fucking there. Yep. Yeah, someone actually
4: said uh, they thanked us. They found a sugar daddy uh, through our nice. Discord app. And we have a, a lot of girls, actually, and I'm hoping they share the story. I didn't, uh, tried to hit them on Patreon, mm. but Who they, they had a whole threesome. Like, there's, like, nice. traveling threesomes. Like, there's girls that have linked up, and they just fuck all their niggas together. Cool. Like, there's such like-minded people that, like, I don't That's know. That's dope. I need to get on there and find me a motherfucking sugar
3: daddy.
2: Same. Well, patreon.
3: patreon.com backslash horrible decisions, and you'll get our bonus episodes and our town halls coming up with Vinny and what else do we do on there? Merch. You got merch. And also, bonus episodes you guys—you guys
4: heard uh, in the beginning of this episode an ad. We do have our horrible decisions plush dolls. Hey, Make sure you guys hey, click the hey, link in hey. the episode. We partnered with Makeship for these. You can braid and my hair for me. y'all. These are not available forever. You either get them now. They're only available for the next two weeks. Wow. Um. So if you haven't gotten your order yet. Uh, they are very affordable. They're only $25.99. You get to sleep with Weezy and I for less and than dollars And it is $1. one doll. I, like I know that. some
3: people said Mandy had a mullet, but it's just yeah. because... She's behind me. <laughs> That's all. No, bitch. I'm in front. <laughs> no, bitch. You behind I'm in the front. me. <laughs> wow. Bitch, you behind I'm me. I'm in the front. You
4: behind me. You see? Bi- <laughs> this bitch got it fucked up. Bitch, she behind me. <laughs> Have a uh, great day. But no, make sure you guys click the links and bios to join our Patreon to get your... Uh, makeshift uh dolls and also if you haven't yet we have merch so if you're watching here on youtube i am wearing um and we have our horrible decisions things so make no, sure i got
2: the pins oh well there you, you go. got them so look make there. sure y'all go over
4: to whorehive.com so, and we go. have there, a there. four set of enamel Hit pins it. Um, And again, all of all of this, all of this information is in the description of this week's episode. So make sure you do that. We are leaving you guys with a five minute bonus clip from a bonus episode. And guys, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Peace. Instead of that, what they did have was the fucking tube socks and slides. And we know that's a Southern thing. So they were walking around with tube socks, slides, and towels because, of course, they needed towels around their waist if they were naked. They did have a full buffet, which I will say was amazing. <laughs> at midnight, at midnight, they switched to breakfast. And I will say one of the other things is we didn't show up till about 1.
3: Not Mandy talking what, about the menu.
4: No, the menu was great. They had grits, cheese, biscuits, like everything. But what's also crazy is— I was, don't want to eat cheese in a sex club. Ah, a
3: charcuterie plate, I guess.
4: Last. I'm not gonna lie, it was good. It was good. So what what happened, and what we noticed is we went during the swap off. And what I mean by that is as we were coming up, it was nothing but a line of black folks, and all the whites were coming out. And I will say, y'all know Zachary, who's been on the show. I mentioned he was at a sex club, and I was like, I just found him to be very good looking. And when we go to NSFW, that's the only sex club I've gone to with so like with more white people than black, mm-hmm. but they're good looking people, bitch. The white people in Atlanta, I felt like
3: they all had Confederate flags and shotguns in their car. They were and- like, "We're gonna get us some BBC, and we're gonna take that black bitch down." No, bro, it was. I was like,
4: I was talking <laughs> to my homegirl, and I was like, "These these white people scare me. Like, I'm scared." Um, outside of that. Again, shout out to Chelsea. We talked about sex club music. The DJ was awful, so he didn't set any sort of type of mood.
3: What kind of music Uh, was it?
4: It was like, it made you want to twerk. So like literally you see one person sucking dick and the next couple is twerking. Like it was just like, it was club music. So I didn't like that. I'm a
3: shake my money maker. Oh, sorry. It's free here.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, And then my first experience ever. Now, ladies, if you haven't yet, go on over to listen to my other podcast, Sis. But one of the rooms I walked in smelled like
3: dick baby. cheese.
4: No, not that dick cheese. It smelled. It was a woman for sure. It was a woman, and me and my homegirl walked in, and I had to walk immediately out. And I was smell
3: just, and taste.
4: This is the first time at a sex club that I think I've come across someone with bad hygiene that stunk up a whole room. And I was like, "Oh wow, okay, I gotta leave this room." Ew. Um, so, and then what's crazy is I did end up meeting a couple girl with thirty minutes to spare. We were there the we we were there until it closed. Uh, I really liked the guy,
3: actually. You he stayed was, all night at a club we, that smelled like BV. We did <laughs> because
4: I was there for research. Well, only one of the rooms smelled like BV. I was there for research purposes. This was also the largest sex club I had ever been to in my life. So it was two really- floors, right? No, it wasn't two floors at all, but when you walk in, uh there's a bar, then the buffet, a whole seating area, then a whole dance floor.
3: Describe a club that we may have went to for the size. Marquee? It, it, no, it was
4: it was big, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I and I don't even know how to explain it even to a even to a to a restaurant
3: you in Orlando.
4: No, cuz it's not upstairs downstairs. It's oh, yeah. just long. It's just long, and there's so many rooms. Mind you, they had eight, at least eight private rooms, and within the private rooms were mirrored, uh, like you could see to the oh. other room, but you could also see yourself, type of thing.
3: It was really two way mirror. Two way mirror. No, there you go. Oh, something no, like it that. So but it was. So you had sex cool. with the couple?
4: No, I didn't have sex with the couple. I ended up meeting the couple at the bar, and then we ended up going into the playroom. By this time, again. It was maybe 3.30. They w- they had already done last call at the bar. So we went into the room. I, I, I wanted, like, the girl was really pretty, but you could tell she was also a dom. Like, she was super in charge. So, girl, as we're walking, I heard the whole story. So she was 40. He was 27. She also let me know that she had seven children. Okay. okay. Like, yes. So we sit down in the fuck area, like the main room where people have sex.
3: And we start. I'm sorry, Mandy out. said the fuck area, like the, fuck the, area. the 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 fucking and the non-fucking section. No,
4: the the fucking area. So we we lay down and we start making out. Then we start three way making out. And she was really pretty. And then we stopped. And she looked at me and she was like, "Do you work here?" And I was like, "What?" She was like, "Are you are are you being paid to talk to us? Like, is this? I guess she has gone to parties like this, which we've talked about. They hire girls to make it look good." Yeah. So literally, in between kissing, she stopped and asked me if I was a worker. And I was like, girl, no. This is my lifestyle, bitch. I does this. Thank you very much. I just don't live here. And I'm here just to experience it.
0: Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC
1: Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road
2: trip. I thought in that moment...